Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, recording from our downtown Denver studios with Jonathan Winston, my executive producer. How the heck are you, Jay? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. I can't complain. Um, I don't really have too much going on today, man. I had had some business stuff we were working on as far as working with a... uh, potential buyer um, that was interested in the property that uh, we recently acquired, but, you know, um, man, just staying, staying active and staying after business. I love it, man. And you got to get after it every single day. You know, you can use this coronavirus thing as an excuse, or you can use it as an opportunity. And that actually leads us right into our article uh, today. There are still some incredibly pandemic-priced homes, according to this article that was posted here. Um, And and what is a pandemic-priced home? Well, listen, when the market shifts in any way, there's going to be some opportunity created from it. Right. So if you're going into real estate investing or you're already in real estate investing, this article speaks of looking for a bargain. There's still some time to find houses that are pandemic priced. Even with low inventory, some sellers are pricing below the market. Now, why the heck would they do that? Well, I can tell you why. See, when fear is the resounding noise in the marketplace, people react to that fear. It's a human thing, right? And in times of crisis, people are concerned about losing their job. They're concerned about whether the market's going to maintain. There's concern, 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 concern. The actual market stats say that things have not changed at all. Days on market is low. Uh, The Fed just agreed to lock in interest rates for another two years at these extremely low rates. So the good shot rates aren't going to go up. Despite that, we're still seeing pandemic priced on sale properties. So as it mentions in my professional intro that we had done for the show, the time to get into real estate investing, the time to start looking into foreclosures and distressed property purchasing is is right now. You got to get going right now, which brings me to the topic of the show today. See, a lot of y'all are taking that advice. I see a bunch of you hopping on board, joining up with some of the great wholesaling groups that are out there on Facebook, some of the great real estate investment groups like Bigger Pockets and etc., asking some great questions. And some of you guys are even putting together a couple of amazing deals. But one thing stood out to me with a guy I've been kind of mentoring and coaching with and he's like you know I got this deal things were going pretty well and then out of the blue the seller just kind of vaporized on me well if you've listened to previous episodes you know the most powerful thing you bring to the real estate investing world is the word next so you can't sweat the deals that don't go through but I wanted to do a little homework on this one and find out why this might have gone the way that it went okay so I'm researching this young man And I check out his Facebook profile, which we have to be honest and say, that's probably about the first thing anybody you agree to buy a house with 
on the market is going to do right now, right? If they're going to look at your name, they're going to Google you, they're going to check your Facebook profile. If you're marketing on Facebook, which is where we get a, a lot, if not all of our good deals are, are sourced off of Facebook, then it's not really hard to find you as a wholesaler or a cash buyer or an investor or whatever retail role you are trying to solicit at that point, okay? And the reason this one kind of struck me is right there in his Facebook profile is a picture of this young client of mine smoking and just a cloud of a puff of smoke sitting outside of his car. You know, now out of the gate, this doesn't seem like a big deal. Okay, we should not be judged by outward appearances or, you know, we don't need to go into whether or not it's right. But I am going to add to the fact that if you're about to do a multiple hundred thousand dollar transaction with somebody and the first impression of them is your Facebook profile, are you smoking a doob right there on, on your profile pic, coupled with a bunch of other pictures of hanging out with the homies, you know, maybe a car, you know, that's that's been then dropped and et cetera, and you're really showing off that gangsta life that you're so into, I can assure you this business is going to be a lot harder for you than it needs to be, right? The reality of this situation is Facebook has made it very easy <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> to check out the people we're going to do business with, right? If you go to my Facebook profile, and please do, check me out, Donnie Corum, D-O-N-N-Y-C-O-R-A-M. It's a picture of myself, sometimes a picture of myself and my wife, sometimes with my kids. But right now, it's a picture of me on the balcony of my downtown Denver condo overlooking the city, right? And if you go into detail, you're going to see vacationing, and you're going to see time with my kids and hanging out with my wife and playing some golf. And you don't have to share the same activity level that I do or the same things that I do, but my point in today's show is your social media profile matters a great deal as it relates to real estate investing. Okay, because the real estate investing world, particularly wholesaling, which has grown a lot of popularity in recent years, people are literally watching a YouTube video, putting some Facebook ads up, and then buying houses to then resell or assign those contracts to cash buyers or other would-be investors. Okay, it's so common now that it's just everywhere. But what's missing from this process is the professionalism required to make that a viable situation. See, it's seems like no big deal, but when you're talking about a large amount of money, right, and the largest investment that most people have ever made, their home, and they're seeing a profile of you that doesn't look exactly like the guy who can get this deal closed, I can assure you, you're going to find yourself struggling to put deals together. Okay, and that really is the purpose of the show. So, you know, it, it gets, John, let's spin out to you. Your generation, obviously, very big on social media. Does it make sense? Do you see a lot of guys who have a, a unprofessional profile pick? Is that is that pretty common in your world? I mean, you know, I'm, you know, I'm getting I'm getting a little bit older, so I feel like I'm on the top range of people who should, you know, have like a general understanding of you know the how, you know, prominent your social media profile makes you, or, you know, online it to everybody else. Sure. So, like, the only people that really have, you know, pictures, you know, that would potentially be questionable, especially, like, in their profile pictures or stuff like that, it's like, all right, yeah, man, I, I understand you you like smoking bud and, you know, you like drinking and hanging out and partying all the time. Me too, by the way. But you also, you know, uh, you know, you 
you also work at Chipotle, or you also, you know, you, it's like, you know, the, the level of ambition matches the, uh, the, you know, the, I don't know if clean, cleanliness is the word, but like the professionalism of your profile. So once you have people that start to, you know, realize that, hey man, you know, I've got a good job, I want to start, you know, <laughs> progressing in that, or, you know, I want to open a new business, or, you know, once things like that, people understand, but yeah, it's usually the people that are like that. I haven't really figured out, you know, the correlation between professionalism and your, you know, like your outward uh, your appearance and profile and stuff like that. Absolutely. And I don't know that it was that important until the last, you know, the recent years. I think it's been something where the, you could separate your professional life from your personal life. So you didn't have to worry about it quite as much. You know what I mean? And, and it makes sense that that might have been the ambition of social media was to be a fun place to hang out, a fun place to watch cat videos, etc. But that's not what it t- turned into. Now employers are using your social media profile to make hiring decisions. Now, they may not be able to admit to that because there's some fair, you know, e- equal opportunity employment stuff they can't acknowledge, but you better believe they're checking it, right? And and you also better believe that as a cash buyer, which is what most wholesalers need to make their business work, I get offers from people to bring in deals every single day. I've made it very apparent that myself and my investment group are buying a great deal of houses. I've put a lot of publicity out there on the properties that we do. So people bring me deals all the time. And I can tell you with no uncertainty, the ones that message me, I immediately, I'm like immediately, I'm checking out their social media profile, right? Hey, I got this house on 1234 Main Street. You should check it out. That's cool, Bob Smith, if that really is your name. Right. And then I'm finding out, you know, what what about this guy? Do I want to do business with him? Now, it may seem judgmental and it may seem wrong, but aren't you kind of doing the same when you put that stuff out on social media? Aren't you immediately kind of judging yourself? Right. The, the appearance that you make. And here's the thing, guys, this is a mindset episode and it's also kind of a tools episode. OK, because the mindset, first of all, is that you have to understand that this is a professional business. Right. There's just no way if you want to make six figures or better still seven figures a year in an industry, unless it happens to be, you know, like you're going to be the latest rap star. Right. It, it, even then, there's a certain image you got to portray on social media. You gotta figure out who you want to be. Do you want to be Kendrick Lamar or do you want to be Little Pump? But I don't know who Little Pump is, but that's exactly the point, right? Yeah, be happy. <laughs> Those guys both are branding a different image. You're trying to be a rock star wholesaler. You're trying to break your way into the real estate market, and you're having trouble figuring out why people aren't taking you seriously when your profile picture doesn't take yourself seriously. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. It's important to have good credit when you're buying a foreclosure. A lot of people think you can come in with bad credit, but the fact of the matter is you need pretty stable credit scores to buy a foreclosure deal. So how do you find out how to increase your credit? Well, there's tons of credit repair agencies out there and multiple formulas. But one thing we found that works is reporting your monthly rental payments to the credit bureau. 
we partner with RentReporters.com, the leading provider of adding your payment history direct from your landlord onto your credit bureau scores and at helping people to boost their scores up to 40 points in as little as 30 days. So to get started, I want you to head on out to www.ForeclosureDealsCoach.com. Now that's a messenger bot and you're going to use the keyword rent to get more information about rent reporters and how you can boost your credit score by getting your rental reported to the credit bureaus. Once again, Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. Check it out. Did you see the downside there? So my advice is not necessarily that you need to go invest in a professional headshot. It's not a bad idea, but that may not be as far as you need to take it. But how about showing yourself in your Sunday best for that one photo? right? How about making sure that your appearance when you're entering the business world is substantially more professional than out kicking it with the homies, right? And I'm, I'm a, listen, I love my friends. I love hanging out. I post some dumb stuff to social media too, but I also don't post it as like my primary social. It's not the first impression. It's not the first interaction you're going to see with Donnie Corum, right? And it shouldn't be your first impression, Okay, so I want to convert your mindset a little bit that you need to dress for the job you want, not the job you have, and you need to have a social media presence for the job you want or the income you want, not the income you currently have, right? If you're a young person trying to break into the real estate industry, act like more than you are and you're going to get more than you have. Right. On the flip side of that, if you're like, they shouldn't judge me, like if I want to paint my hair green and I want to be all tatted up, like I should just be able to do that. Yes, you probably should. But you also need to accept that it's going to be a little bit harder to transact a deal with professional investors who are going to want to do business with you in the long term. I've met so many people through real estate investing that I would not have met had they not brought me a deal. And now some of these guys I do transactions with once a month. I'm like the best cash buyer in this area available. By the way, that's a plug. If you happen to be in the Colorado area, put me on your buyers list, man. Like we're we're buying deals all of the time, you know? We we have the money to do it, but I really only want to work with professionals. I want to work with people who I see to be at my level or beyond even right? And age has nothing to do with it. I've seen some very young professionals who would run circles around me in the wholesaling and retailing space in, in, in kind. It really just depends. But it really starts with that social media presence, okay? So the first thing I want to do with your mindset is, I know you're thinking right now, it doesn't matter, and I don't have to listen to you, and you don't, right? It, listen, it does matter. It will lead to more business, and if you don't have the right presence, then you need to, be, you need to understand that you're putting yourself at a sharp disadvantage to make it in this industry, okay? Once again, going back to the Facebook groups that I frequent quite a bit, I see two very different types of people because one of them is taking that presence very seriously and working on that constantly and improving their image and taking pictures with houses, even houses I know they didn't buy. I've seen people take pictures of wholesale houses that I own, and put it on their social media presence, right? And like, good for you. Good for you for being out there showing that you're taking this business seriously. And I've seen others that are smoking outside of their lowrider car, right? And try to figure out why people don't return their calls. 
You know, it really is just deciding in your head before you change anything on your social media, decide in your head if you were a cash buyer, a professional investor, a hard money lender, a private money lender, even a title company, who do you want to work with, right? And then making your social media presence reflect that. Okay, maybe you have two profiles. Like if, if you can't, if you just have an image you gotta maintain with your boys, etc. Maybe you have one that's totally about business and you log into that one, and another one that's totally about just being you. I'm cool with that. But understand that if you're going to mix your life, my professional life and my personal life are very hard to tell them apart. Okay, because I'm the same guy all the time. I literally talk like this all the time. I'm not angry, this is just how I talk. This is me. It's also Samuel Jackson. Nobody gives him crap about that, but he's made a business out of that. That's his presence, right? That's, that's, his, that's part of his brand. You know what I mean? And I'm not knocking that mess. I was going to say something else, but that's Samuel Jackson stuff. And this is a family show, right? So be that person, right? Task your mindset around becoming a more professional person. So as a result, this show, although not super real estate focused, if you're, so often people come to me and go, how do I get started in this real estate investing thing? Donnie, I want to do this so bad. Like this is my passion. I'm reading about it. How do I get started? Take a real close look at your public presence. Take a real close look at your social media profile and be honest with yourself. Not as a person who's a, a young person who just needs to be you and that's how they've always seen you, but the person you're trying to become in the real estate investing space and then change your profile pic accordingly, right? I got to tell you, I, I, I love dogs when they're other people's and, and in general, right? But if your profile picture is your dog, that's not working either. I want to buy your house, Shaggy. That social media presence doesn't work. You're not trying to be Scooby-Doo, right? You're trying to be a professional real estate investor. And I am trying to work with professional real estate investors. So right out of the gate, if those two things cement, if those two things match up, you look like you sound on social media, then I promise you're going to find yourself in a position to do more deals. Right? And if you're struggling and can't figure out why you can't seem to get started, why you can't seem to make traction on it, start with the outward appearances. See if that's the problem. Okay? And you don't have to change. I am not here to tell you how to run your life or what you need to do better or worse. That is not my business here. My business is simply to tell you as an insider in the industry that I believe you're trying to break into. Right? And this goes for the real estate agent you may need to attract to write your offer. This goes for the title rep. You're probably going to need to close those deals. This goes for the wholesaler that you're trying to buy a deal from or the cash buyer you're trying to sell a deal to. This is going to apply across the board because the first time they're going to interact with you is going to be on that social media presence. Right? And if you want to keep Facebook completely personal and let that live it up, you can do that. Maybe you run most of your business from LinkedIn. That's a huge presence out there where you can have that out there and reach out there. But I can tell you, a, most of the traffic going on in wholesaling right now is still taking place on Facebook. Right? It may slowly transition to LinkedIn because it's a more professional space. But as it sits today with you know billions of users online right now, Facebook is where it's at. So you're going to have to conform to be a part of that if you have any shot of making it in this industry. 
you know, and I want you to make it in this industry. You're taking the time to listen to this show. You're doing the studying. You're reading the books. You've picked up Think and Grow Rich. You have gone to foreclosuredealscoach.com and gotten your free seven-day trial of PropStream so you can get started learning how to analyze deals. Now that you are mentally becoming a professional, show that to the general public. Let them see you as a professional person. Okay, And if you're not sure what that looks like, maybe that's not the environment you were raised in, you know, go out there and look at people who are making it. Copy their profile. Success breeds success. Look at all the social media, for lack of a better term, gods that are out there, the Gary Vaynerchuks, the Grant Cardones, right? Look at their social media and emulate that. Find greatness and become that. Okay? Or you can say, I don't need to do any of this. I'm just going to be me and I can be successful despite my outward appearance. And you may be right, but I'm also telling you, you're setting yourself up for a much higher uphill battle that is completely necessary than if you just kind of retooled your social media presence a bit. How's that sound? Does that make sense? Was I too hard on them, Jonathan? Do you think I was too hard on them? Uh, oh, no, I think it was, I think it was fair. I'm, I'm trying to be fair because I care about you guys, you know, and I want to see things go well for you, but I get these requests from people. I got this house. I really want to get it sold out there. I'm like, man, like you're, you're, you're in so much trouble. Okay. And let's face it. We're in a country right now, especially what's going on today with the coronavirus leading into what's going on with the race relations in the U S a lot of these wholesalers are fellow African-American brothers and sisters like myself. Right. And unfortunately, we're never being held to the same standard. And this is not going to turn into a pity me and feel bad. Listen, the fact of the matter is I have to work twice as hard and be twice as professional as my counterparts to get where I am today. Right. And I can encourage you to do that because I knew what it took when I had to change. And social media wasn't near as prevalent as it is today when I got started, okay? So today, it really is gonna change your life either positively or negatively. I think you should use it as a tool, not a way for people to judge you and decide not to do business with you because you're not exuding that right presence out of the gate. Is that fair? That's fair. All right. With that, guys, I hope you had a great show. I had a great show. Listen, if you wanna get started in this thing, Look at your social media presence, good and, good and plenty, and then reach out to me. Y'all, you can find me on Donnie Corum. I take friend requests from perfect strangers all the time. I'm happy to answer questions out there. You'll find me on the Bigger Pockets group, answering questions all the time for people. And then head on out to the Foreclosure Deals Coach page, like the page, ask questions there. Let's see if we can help to get your ex presence out there to where you want it to be so you can do more deals, make more money, and be successful in the foreclosure investing industry. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you now and always, don't buy a house, buy, buy a, a deal. deal. Want more of the foreclosure deals coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.